This podcast is a production of the San Francisco Chronicle. Oh, orchestral and drums and oh, it's everything we thought it would be that introduction. Welcome to yet another installment of Tim Goodman's TV Talk Machine podcast. We have a new president. What do you think about that, Joe? Well, I hope we do. (laughs) (laughs) We don't even know. We're making this up. But we just want you to know that this is our second podcast of the week, um, and we have so much for you here. So much. There's There's a a very special, a couple of special international guests. International guests, calls, emails. There's hugging. There's there's election uh, influence shorty robes. Right. There's kissing. (laughs) There's embracing. And that's just in the first two minutes. <laughs> there is, however, no information. Yeah, so stop right here. If, if you're looking for something sort of uh, an informative podcast about television, this is not that podcast. This is not that podcast. Yeah, but if you're sick of all the election news from the past couple of days, then this is perfect. This right. is a great way to relieve your mind of any burden or undue stress. This is like oral cotton candy. Oh, I was trying to say aural. Aural. A-U-R-L. Because yeah. on our podcast, everybody's going to think the other one. Yeah, exactly. A bunch yeah. of dirty minds up dirty. there. Dirty. As, as, as we found out when we had the live podcast, <laughs> yes, they were a lot of sick people, humor. Filthy. A lot of people weigh into porn. Yeah, it was just, side, yeah. Which is a disturbing cross-demographic. Yeah. Hi, Sherry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's get to it on this uh, expanded edition, expanded election edition <laughs> of TVTM. Greg B. from the Nickel Dime. Dear Sir Tim QB and Manfred. 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 I like that. That is nice. I'm a little miffed and I can't decide what causes me more. Does something cause you miff? Or does it cause you to be miffed? Oh, this is a myth question. But not not to be confused with Miffy, one of my favorite kids shows. Anyways, after listening to the first half of last week's podcast, welcome back, by the way, I'm a little miffed. First, you give a little head fake by starting to read my question, then not reading it in favor of a call. What was that? I mean, it was a good call and all, but you regularly skip letters for months without teasing us with them. Anyways, all is forgiven here. My main reason for writing is this. Last week, you gave someone the advice to avoid heroes. Yes. It had only been recommended to her, but it had been recommended to her by Netflix, and she wanted your opinion. I can't deny that Heroes was was the only show last year that got saved by the writers' strike. That season was a big stinker, it and was. this one hasn't been good either. No, but the first season is very, very well crafted, and I'm going over your head <laughs> to recommend it to her. <laughs> it develops slowly and paces well. There are good cliffhangers that string you along, first little ones and big ones, and the way their story idea, the way their storylines intersect and overlap. And the surprises that come out of such intersections are great. So don't throw out the baby with the bathwater, Tim. The first season of Heroes deserves some credit as a good run of interesting storytelling. That's true. If only we lived in the UK where they're not afraid to have one good season and leave it at that. Sigh. However, feel free to bash away at the other two seasons. Yes, they were awful. In fact, this may be blasphemy, but I like Heroes parallels in some, if in somewhat lesser quality, the first three seasons of The Wire. And I say that with a lot of love for both shows. (laughs) Oh, Greg B. Greg. I think we know what the B stands for in Greg B. Yes, Greg, get off the phone. 
brutal. But you know, it's it's, it's the great the being from Greg B sounds very brutal. <laughs> you can't compare heroes in the wire. It's why don't why don't you just be Greg C for crack? Get off the pipe, Greg. Brutal. Wow. The first season of each is so above and beyond good, you're amazed. The second falls a little. Call it a sophomore slump. And the third season, which we're in the middle of now for Heroes, is clearly better than the second, but midway through it, it's tough to say if it can manage to be as brilliant as the original. I guess we'll have to see, or maybe I'll just go out and see a movie. What's LaSalle recommending these days? <laughs> Got my waterproof shorty on in, in the mail yesterday. Greg B. from the Nickel Dime. Oh, the, did you get your waterproof shorty yet? No. From Land's I'm, End? I did not, no. Land's End makes a... Uh, really? Very nice. Yeah, very. It's, it's, you, uh, what color did you uh, did you get? Did black. You, black. Yeah, because really? you'd be all purpose. Because if but it's yeah. fleece lined, so you can you can get it real short, and I still know, stay warm. I go with an all purpose shorty for the winter. I get something like a fur lined in the you know. Absolutely. Yeah. Of course, fake. A, a case of fake fur, of course. Fake fur. Yeah, yes, you don't want to get yes, something no. something splashed on you when you're on <laughs> Muni or Bart. <laughs> Any cow's blood? Oh, on me. let me just go back. Oh, brutal. Greg, what are you thinking? What would Coach Wooden would be so disappointed with you? That's like that's like uh, Acorn State or Alcorn State playing the UCLA. <laughs> I would say, by the way, uh, I would I do say that there was a dip from the first season of The Wire to the second season, but it was but it was essentially a reinvention, a complete reinvention of the show. So that's to be expected. But the third season was spectacular, as good as the first. And, you know, the fourth season was the best season of The Wire all the way through. Uh, and if I do so say, say so myself, backed up by the stellar information sent to us from Canada through the NAFTA contract and Amber. Amber. Second season of, of Heroes, not very good. And as she said, quote, I'm falling out of love with Heroes this year. And I agree. Just hearing her say the words, fall out of love, what did that do for you? I, I, it gave me a little tingle. Because right. maybe she's got a boyfriend over there, and she's falling out of love with him. I think that was she was sending you a signal. I think that was I like a was, yeah. Morse code, NAFTA that was. code. That was. Yeah. That was yeah. Read between the lines, if only, I, if only I wasn't four times older than she yeah. is. <laughs> this is Sue in the 510. The 5 and dime. Bring it, Sue. Dear Sir Tim, will Archie Arnett... Be the next Ben Stiller. Oh, beautiful. Thanks for bringing back the TVTM. I missed all three of you. Oh, really? She missed all three of us? Yes. Everybody's been saying that, by the way. Just, just to make a quick note here, a lot of people were just, just saying that they missed all three of us as a team, right? Yeah. I, no, we are a team. We are a yes. team, yeah. yeah. Except for when Joe f***ed up all the calls or in the emails like he's doing now. I guess you hey, get, I'm you, taking one for the team. Well, you can't today. fuck up a call, I guess, because you, you don't have to actually do anything with those. No. But let, wait, you know, let's get well, to her quote. Arch, Archie Arnett. It's just, you know, wait, let's give it up for that. That is brilliant. Yes. Archie Arnett, if you don't know, is uh, the son of Amy Poehler and Will Arnett. And the question is, will he be the next Ben Stiller? Very good. For really Stiller good. And Very topical now. Stiller, Stiller Mirror's <clears throat> son. Uh, very, nice, nice lineage joke there. Yes. All right. Well, you Do, know, we should get to a call here. Let's get to a call oh, because, absolutely. you know, that'll give t- time for Joe to get, uh, you know, get some of the water in him. Smooth it out. Get his mind on the game. Are you thinking about Arizona, right? I'm going to Arizona in my mind. Really? Yeah, I, I thought gotta... maybe you'd go with Public Enemy by the time I get to Arizona. That's a yeah. better one. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Hey, Tim Goodman. It's P. Page. And uh, hello, Joe. Tim, I enjoy meeting you at JCC. You graciously encouraged me to call in. So I'm going to sing a song, even though it's outdated. 
about our disappointment that you went on hiatus and <laughs> other shows returned before yours. So my song has three verses, and I better get started. So here goes. <clears throat> Once upon a time, you dressed so fine in your shorty robe in your prime. Didn't you? You'd call each week about your TV fix with your earnest questions about your TiVo mix. Didn't you? You used to laugh about Tim's non-answers and Joe's raging bouts. Now you can't talk so loud. Now you don't seem so wowed about having to scrounge for your next TV reveal. How does it feel? How does it feel? Be on your own, no direction, home, like Rolling Stone. Girlina, teacher Tim, Amanda, pants, you know you loved it along with your aunt. Didn't you? TV dinner aunts, Bill Walton, box, where am I going to get my TV talk? Sad but true, Tim, you wouldn't want to compromise about your sidekick, but you must. Realize Joe's not selling any alibis <laughs> as you stare into the vacuum of his eyes. Hey, do you wanna make a deal? How does it feel? How does it feel to be on your own? No direction home like Rolling Stone. Nothing irritates the audience more than producers who back the shows that bore. <laughs> Makes me blue. Politics and sports deserve a voice, but the TVTM is the show of choice. God, get a clue. <laughs> nice. Beware seven listeners who need to chat about Mad Men and the Riches <laughs> coming back. <laughs> Ain't it hard when you discover that? Nick LaSalle ain't really where it's at. <laughs> Tim, your return is the appeal. Everyone, how, how does, does it, it feel? feel? <laughs> how does it feel to be on your own? No direction home like a rolling stone. Oh, Woohoo! Oh, All right. Thank Woo! you, Bob Dylan. Thank you. Oof. All right. <laughs> Thanks, Tim and Joy, uh, uh, Joe, Mr. QB, and uh, Nobby. That's it for me. Okay. Bye-bye. She gave you a kiss wow. and called you Joy. A little Joy Don Draper way. there. Yeah. Maybe she wants the full question boy. <laughs> <laughs> she wants the full question boy. <laughs> she, that was wow. a Freudian slip. She, was, wow, she gave Joy. First, she gave you a kiss, and then she was going to say Joe, but she said Joy. Much like Don Draper, uh, with uh, he meets the mystery woman in Palm Springs, and he says, "Who are you?" She says, yes. "I'm Joy." Joy. Yeah. Metaphorical moment there in Mad Men. Wow. It wow. all roads come back to Mad Men. Ah, oh, P. Page. Wow. That's wow. Kind of, that is oh, yeah. standing over here. Little Bob. Who, who doesn't love a little Bob Dylan? By the way, uh, the listeners should know that. Uh, uh, that song is one of your all-time classics for uh, whenever um, whenever I do something stupid or I get a year older, Joe's always the first one to call and say, sing that song. How does it feel? <laughs> All right. Wow, that was funny. 
Let's do one. Let's do another call, and then we have a we have a great letter to read. All right. Tim, question boy, it's George D. from the 415. Uh, wow. Actually just got back to D.C. from the 415 to be exact. Uh, sadly, I didn't get a chance to stop and see you guys, but, you know, maybe next time. Anyway, um, my question is this. Tim, when you see, I'm sure you see commercials where you're quoted, or obviously it just says from the San Francisco Chronicle, but it implies it's from you, where somebody's clearly pulled something out of context. I noticed this recently with Little Britain USA where they said the San Francisco Chronicle described the comic duo as one of the best. And I remember you saying, yes, but they fell way short of their potential in this particular show. <laughs> I was wondering how you feel about when that happens. and Does it annoy you or do you even know when, how, like when it happens, how frequently do you know about it? Anyway, I'm so glad the podcast is back. Thanks a lot, Benny. Come on, like you were doing anything anyway. <laughs> oh, All right, wow. talk to you guys later. Bye. Wow, George, George D. A lot of, lot of swinging shots on the break. Uh, I mean, just cheap shots on the way out the door. <laughs> wow, throw me under the bus. Pete yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Page took a shot at him too in that yeah, song. Pete Page, you noticed that? And who was the who was the first caller? Or, oh, so or what are they? What are the writers? One of the yeah, emailers took yeah, a shot at Benny. Yeah. yeah. Well, come oh. on. What is honestly? That doesn't help. He's anybody. the Ringo Starr of this thing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Which means he'll outlive all of us. Oh, wow. yes. Oh, wow. Good call. George D. has been emailing much more than he's been calling, so it's good to see that uh, he's back in Georgetown. So, George D. in Georgetown. Oh, great one. What does it feel like when you're taken out of context? Well, you know, it's not, it's not pleasant. It's part of the territory. Every now and then I'll get on the horn and I'll call him and say, hey, do you know that I hate that show? So if, if it's something that I really hate and they, and they have sort of pulled it out of context, I'll let them know. Um, some people will and call they you. Respond. Yeah, yeah. Some people will call you and tell and ask you if they can use your permission, but most people don't even ask and they just go ahead. Um, I did see something the other day, um, not not the other day, but like a few months ago, that had I won't even mention who it, it was. Like an endorsement of something that I thought was just asinine, uh, and I was like, I didn't even say that. And so I did a little research, and it turns out that. Uh, that was for Nambla, right? <laughs> right, exactly. Now it turns out that it was uh, somebody who who writes for SF Gate uh, wrote about something, uh, a television show that I don't like, and um, they took that quote and um, said San Francisco Chronicle. And so we had to uh, send a memo out. I talked to my boss. Send a memo out. Nobody writes about TV here except me because that's what happens. Someone, someone writes about television. And this is a problem on like blogs that yes. are not my blogs that we sometimes run on the SF gate. Um, that sometimes they'll say something about shows that are terrible. And then that'll become a quote and says, hey, you know, Knight Rider is awesome. San Francisco Chronicle. And then I'm like, what the hell? You know, that's not me. So... Uh, we we fixed that situation, but mostly um, mostly uh, the quotes are for for shows that I totally endorse. So I don't. It doesn't matter. All right, All let's right. Uh, let's go to Europe. Let's go to Paris. Paris. That's my Paris, that? Paris music theme music. <laughs> Paris music. Oh my god. All right. Cher Monsieur Guillemin, garçon de question, and Benny, le maître des boutons. <laughs> Welcome back. This is Jerry in Paris. Uh, by the way, before we get started, doesn't, oh, doesn't very that good pronunciation. I yeah, that very good, by the way. But doesn't that sound like uh, when, you, when you say Jerry in Paris, it almost sounds like it doesn't fit. No. 
Jerry and Perry. Well, that kind of works, but Jerry Lewis. <laughs> uh, Welcome back. I missed you, and have to say, I haven't slept all that well since you took your break. Now, this mm-hmm. is Jerry. The, why don't we explain the backstory of Jerry? Jerry is a man who's living in Paris, and he listens to us to go to sleep every night. Yes, or as we have mm-hmm. inferred, that sometimes, possibly, listening to the little TVTM before he gets busy. Yes, with his it's significant a, other. It's a table setter. We, in our mind, it's a table it's setter. It's a total with one, table setter. One earbud in each partner's but, ear. Yeah, and hi- historically, he has said, "Can you please read my?" My uh, email in the first four or five minutes of the show, so that I can fall, so I can hear it before I fall asleep. <laughs> He's a legend. He's a legend now. Jerry's yeah, a legend. We love, uh, we love Even Jerry. though it doesn't seem like Jerry should be his name. He's in Paris. It should be uh, Jerry Francois. In our household, <clears throat> uh, I must I must missed you and have to say that I haven't slept uh, all that well since you took your break. In our household, you still put the loon in Lunesta. <laughs> Wow. Wow. <clears throat> now, that would be a blurb for the TV talk machine. <laughs> That's, we're totally going to put that on the iTunes right now. We put the loon in Lunesta. It was with great pleasure that I opened the closet and dusted off my TVTM shorty robe, which, due to Parisian couturier, is a cut above. In your honor, I even gardened with a French poodle trim. Oh, Ouch. TMI. Uh, although it received a decidedly mixed review here at home. <laughs> out of touch has not meant out of range, and I occasionally catch a Paris reference, as in, I wonder if the French guy is still awake. <laughs> That's true. I may not be a regular writer, but I am a regular listener. On that subject, I very much enjoyed the live podcast and wished wish I could have been there. It would have been great to put faces to some of your regular voice, regulars' voices and emails and maybe it is best not to mingle with the magic. <laughs> but true. maybe it is best not to mingle with the magic. That's also, true. I thought Gerlina did an outstanding job on your last two podcasts before the break, although no one can ever replace JDQ. Or uh, that would be, excuse me, JDQ. <laughs> and a thank you to Andrew, excellent voicemail, for drawing a response as to who the hell Bill Walton is. I find myself doing the voice, and if you think it sounds goofy on the podcast, you should hear it in French. <laughs> Donna would not be amused, or would not be amused. Oh, qu'est-ce que c'est? C'est brutal. Qu'est-ce qu'on fait? No, please do more. Please give me more. Ouais, Shaq. Ceci est le NBA. Anyway, I do have a question. <laughs> Living in Paris, my American TV is watching is pretty much limited to iTunes, which I like and find very convenient. Most of what I have downloaded is from your recommendations, which we but we prefer to wait until a season is over before watching a program. Because more like enjoying everybody's down for the count here. It was like enjoying a book chapter by chapter. When I download single episodes of multiple series each week, it's like Reading 10 books at a time, which for me dilutes the pleasure. <laughs> Consequently, well, this is the premium time for fresh entertainment. This, there's a drought here. Any suggestions for how to fill the void with gems I might have missed? Thanks to you, I've enjoyed Mad Men, Breaking Bad, Battlestar Galactica, Weeds, Rome, Californication, Arrested Development, the best. Lost, I agree with Madame Cranky Pantalon. 
The Wire, Pushing Daisies, The Riches, Ugly Betty, 30 Rock, Damages, and Dexter. I liked Friday Night Nights, but NBC only released the first season. What am I overlooking that is available on iTunes? How is Brothers and Sisters? Someone told me to watch Gossip Girls, so I downloaded the first episode. I found the characters to be really irritating and not people I would want to spend an hour with, much less pay for their company. I'd be grateful for any suggestions you may have. Very glad to have you back, boys. Ton ami, Jerry from Paris. Uh, can you, wow. Can you read that again? I don't remember any part of it. Can you read uh, that again? <laughs> what, should, what should the guy watch now? No, just, uh, just before I answer, to do a little bit more of the French Walton. It's my all-time favorite. I bow to you. I bow to you, QB. Oh, qu'est-ce que c'est? Oh, je suis Jerry from Paris. Où est Jerry from Paris? Louis Dormi dans la TVTM. <laughs> oh, oh, oh my God. I'm like, oh. I broke my sweat. <laughs> Me too. I, I can't even. Know. I'm hot. It's, the pod gave us so hot already. Oh, what, what, <laughs> what should the man watch? Well, you should. I would back off a question, girl. I, I mean, question, gossip girl. I would. <laughs> back off a question, girl. <laughs> yeah, back off the question, girl. We hear that all the time. Uh, <laughs> Don't don't watch Gossip Girl. It's a waste of waste of time. What was the other one? Uh, Rescue me. Uh, Rescue me. Ba- uh, I, I will give him a tip. Uh, uh, Jerry from that. Perry. You didn't. Know? No. <laughs> I couldn't That's remember. Thing. What else did you say at the end there? What other Rescue show? Rescue me. He didn't mention the riches either. Oh, oh, he didn't mention the riches. riches yes. Yeah. By the way, the riches <laughs> is canceled. <laughs> it's not coming back. That should be the, the opening line of every TVTM. <laughs> the riches has been canceled. Oh, my God. No, and that's true. Uh, uh, Jerry, uh, don't watch Gossip Girl. The next one you should be into, he's already he listed like so many great ones. All right. Uh, God, he, like, he's got all, all of our, like, our hit list, our favorites. Uh, the one he didn't mention that I think he should check out on DVD is uh, Slings and Arrows. He didn't mention The Office either. Uh, the office is also also get thirty rock. Did he mention yeah, thirty no, rock? Yes, he did. Okay, he all right. I just I was I was laughing uproariously. Uh, try slings and arrows, Jerry. And uh, now we won't just say French guy. It'll always be Jerry, Jerry and Perry. Ah, uh, one more qu'est-ce que c'est? Yeah, qu'est-ce que c'est? <laughs> qu'est-ce qu'on fait? <laughs> That's what did it for me too, Danny. It was the kiss kiss say in the Walton. Oh my god. You know what? We all all of the world has completely tuned out now. But that is just oh Will Walton in French, he will be a regular staple of this podcast. French Walton. Oh my god. The French Walton. Guillaume Walton. <laughs> Aren't you glad you came in now and did it? Yeah, me too. Oh, wow. Well, that wraps up. Well, we have, do we have one more call? We have, we have one more call. Let's we play it. Call. Let's play it. Because, got and you know, let's just tell the people, we don't know if this is going to be one podcast or two podcasts. I, I think it's going to be two podcasts. <laughs> oh, yeah. I guess we're at two podcasts. Uh, we had to twist Joe's arm to get in here. He's on deadline. He's going to catch a plane. You know what? Way to go. Above and beyond. You'll, you can never be replaced, my friend. <laughs> Now, just, you know what? I thank you. And I slide a little closer. I'll put my, I'll my hand under the table. Oh, is, that, is that my ba- blackberry oh. vibrating? Or is that... <laughs> oh, there's your payoff for that. Whoa. 
Excellent. You know, I noticed too that uh, <clears throat> when I was listening to last week's podcast, which I do, um, what's that, that on? I don't even know when it airs, but you know what? It, not only have we gone seventy-eight podcasts without telling anybody who Bill Walton is, which I, which I just like, that was pants-wettingly funny to me that we just never explained it. Yeah. Uh, we should probably start uh, on one of these podcasts by introducing the podcast as because a lot of people are new to it. Uh, at, at, to tell them what we did. Listeners because, 9, 10, and 11. No, seriously, we don't want to actually give out numbers, but Benny will back me on this. Uh, when the TVTM returned uh, from hiatus, we had an explosion of, just, even in just the first day, of uh, many many thousands of downloads. It was huge. It was really huge. It was, it was enormous. <laughs> and after they heard it, the numbers went down. I'm sure they will never come back again, but I thought at the time... It's the equivalent I, of the Palin effect. Yes, exactly. <laughs> right. Huge early, and then her, <laughs> Huge negatives, early. then her negatives went up. Then our negatives spiked. She was wondering where we were hiding all the other podcasts. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine if they started listening to these things. <laughs> so, uh, no, that, that I think we should probably tell people at some point, not clearly not in this one, but in the future, that we are a TV-related uh, podcast where we, we answer or don't answer questions about television, and we farm them out to Canada when it gets too difficult, and we do a bunch of stupid voices, and we go on forever. So let's put that at the front next time, so we won't lose those. Sort of a disclaimer, yes. Buyer we just, beware. You know, stunning numbers on our upon our return last last week. All right. Uh, All right. With that, we go to the final call. The final one. call, Mr. Goodman. It's Frank in the seven seven four two nine. It sounded like you were a little scared of me on the podcast. <laughs> Didn't intend for that to happen. I want you to feel the love. Anyway, I am in the 281, since my zip code threw you off. And I wanted to let you know how much I'm enjoying True Blood. You haven't talked about it too much. Um, but I really do look forward to seeing that every week and uh, let you riff on that a little bit. Anyway, I'm not a Southern man. Grew up in Santa Clara, was exiled to this area via work transfer about six years ago, and that's why I read the Chronicle daily. Anywho, late. Love it. Oh yeah, he he still sounds a little scary. He sounds tough. Yeah. He's a, he's sounds a disciplinarian. Tough. But I, but wait a wait I'm glad that we for our first time ever two eight one. Yes, that is uh, where Houston or something. That is wherever he said it was. Uh, I don't know where, where it was. Yeah, something about Houston, right? It was west of Houston or north of oh. Houston or something like that. But it's in it's in Texas, the great state of Texas. Deep in the heart of Texas. There we go. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> you know what? Oh, cast God for All that all that matters is that you've done you've done your duty with that with the Walton, and he will be back. Uh, but Frank, yes, uh, True Blood, I do love it as well. I'm very much warming to it. It's getting better and better. And uh, as I said before, it has been re-upped for another season. Uh, so if you're just getting into it now, get into it because you can watch it uh, uh, next season as well. Wow, what a is it. just just uh, tremendous! It's an election week special could be one, could be two podcasts, could be two. And if this is the second podcast, we will have probably we will definitely have a new president, and we may have a historic president, or we may still be counting the votes, or we might be counting the votes, and you still you may be stuck down in Arizona. I might yes, and we we'll just replace you by you know <laughs> doing a <clears throat> an ode to your French Walton. <laughs> All right, let's uh, give the numbers. Let's give the numbers. If you are in the continental, continental United States and you want to ask a TV-related question or not, or maybe sing a song or just say hello, you can call one eight 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 
Did I get the three yeah, eights? You got the three eights. Three eights. SFC, Sucker Free City, TVTM. If you live uh, outside of the great state of the United States of America, the great country state of the United States, yeah. it's on my mind. The great United States. If you live outside of this uh, and now you're free to call in, we have a new president and you feel better about us, uh, the number is 415-777-8821. And if you are creative enough to send us an MP3 with stuff in the background and cool things and voices and songs and ditties, do that, and you can send it to Diddy's. <laughs> Did I say titties or Diddy's yeah. this time? It wouldn't have been the first time in this podcast. Exactly. Then send it to podcasts, plural, at sfgate.com. And that's it. All right, Betty, don't mess up the intros this week. <laughs> oh, that's right. I did that, I did that wrong yeah, last week. Yeah, you messed it up. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for okay, sharing your time with us. Qu'est-ce que c'est? C'est brutal. Qu'est-ce qu'on fait?